The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch and now at the YouTube so you can check us out live. If you're not into the Twitch stuff, you can check us out live on the YouTube as well. We've been doing that for like a couple months now and yeah. it's been working out very, very well. It's pretty that cool. It has. Today's episode of Going In Raw, we've been off for a little while, so we've got tons of stuff going on. Of course, we're going to review uh, this past Friday's AEW Rampage. Our SmackDown review is already up because we did it. was a very special SmackDown. It so was. We did, we did a very special thing for Going In Raw. We did it on Friday night. We did. Uh, so check out that review now for entertainment purposes only. Yes, given that. I mean, we're not going to do predictions really anymore. We don't. Forever well. On top of that, dude, we don't even really cover New Japan anymore. Uh, you know, there was a period of time when we were able to actively keep up with it. That time is now past. And uh, but, you know, we're still we're going to look at Wrestle Kingdom, the upcoming Wrestle Kingdom event starting uh, tomorrow night. Yes. Uh, for us West Coasters here in the United States. Uh, so we're going to take a look. We're going to do our very unofficial, very entertainment purposes predictions for Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> another former WWE star. Basically, just we don't have a SmackDown recap. We, I think we have a bunch of questions, but we're going to have a SmackDown yeah, recap. Yeah, we need to fill some time on the show. So we, we got, I did put up a questions right on the Steven Larson channel. So ah. like, we, we'll have plenty of questions today. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, still. Still. Uh, we got thing. news on another former WWE star, another WWE former champion, I should say, uh, appearing possibly at Wrestle Kingdom. Maybe even just backstage. We don't know. We're going to talk about that. Uh, a popular WWE star has been injured over the weekend. But first, it's the gift that keeps on giving even in the new year, Larson. That CM Punk thumbnail. It's That's like right. Four months into this, and we're still milking it for every view we can get. Oh, like like the cow letters, man. Yeah, milk, yeah it's, milk, it's, milk, it's not it's milk, not that milk, kind of motion. Milk. You have to do something like this with your hand. Yeah, if you start yanking like on udders, I don't think you're getting anything. You can probably get, get upset cow head. is what you're gonna get. You're gonna get kicked in the head by Bessie. Probably. Uh, <laughs> anyway, probably. So what's going on with with, with CM Punk? So now, let's dude? recap a little bit. What's going on with Phil? I don't know. But let's recap a little bit from late last week where uh, Dax Harwood launched his new podcast, FTR with Dax Harwood. 
Where's Cash? Uh, uh, and that first episode was basically all about CM Punk. That should Talking. be the name of the podcast. Where's Cash? Where's Cash? It's like they think, uh, it's, they think it's like a financial freaking uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's not. It's all about CM Punk. Um, yeah. <laughs> so he like talked about like how CM Punk was like cool with everybody in the locker room and like giving out Starbucks gift cards and paying for dinners and having his locker room door open for anybody. And and he I'm talked, sorry, did he really say that about the Starbucks gift cards? Yeah. He, gave, oh, he said he, he said that. they gave Eddie, everybody in Pinnacle before the the, the feud started with MJF five hundred dollars Starbucks gift cards. That's excessive. Five hundred dollars in Starbucks can can it be like Amazon or something they'd actually use? Do they like, all just really love Starbucks? Well, apparently they all really like coffee. Wow. Okay. All right. I don't, um, I'm sorry. I interrupted. Please. please that's, that's fine. I'm kind of doing a, a, a off the top of my head. What I remember about it. Of course, he talked brawl out, but but throughout Dax was very diplomatic. You know, he said he ta- he FaceTimed with Punk uh, right after it happened. But at the same time, he said he, he never claimed to have, like, a, 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 a cohesive official version of the story. Mm-hmm. Never proclaimed that. Anyways, according to Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez on a recent Wrestling Observer Radio, there were a lot of people backstage who apparently weren't happy with Dax and his new podcast. At least the first episode. These transcripts come to you from WrestlingNews.cl. Meltzer said, Quote, from what I heard from different people, not the people you had probably heard from, uh, they are not particularly happy about this. Happy mm-hmm. at all about this. Alvarez added, all I heard the other day was how unha- unhappy people were about that podcast. And then Belser continued, this is what they need. I said this before, and they've done it. They needed a team meeting in, 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 on Wednesday in Seattle. They need to get this stuff cleared up and get everyone on the same page because they're not. So if we go back a little bit to late last week, Melser in the, the most recent Wrestling Observer newsletter talked about you know the possibility of Punk returning to AEW given what Dax said in his podcast, which was essentially I hope everybody can work this out. Um, yeah. And added that there are many in the AEW locker room, including a former Ring of Honor champion, who are trying to uh-huh. make sure that Punk doesn't come back. That's what Dave uh-huh. had to say. "Quote: It's a very interesting move because there is an obvious strategy to it. The move being Dax mentioning mending fences and all that." In the sense, if it doesn't happen, the idea is that Punk is willing to play ball and the others aren't. Also, Punk responding, duh, yeah. to somebody's, I think, Instagram post about, you know, working things out. Uh, the idea is, it, oh, I got that already. Oh, no, I didn't. The idea is it tells people Punk wants back in and creates the clamor from the fan base that he's willing to return. As with everything over the last nine months, it puts Tony Khan in a very p- bad position with different talent. Several of the top guys, Chris Jericho being among them, told the rest of the locker room that they'd make sure Punk wasn't brought back. Whoa. I think, shocking. I think a lot depends on where the business is in about five or six months when Punk viably could be back. If business is bad, the odds of Khan wanting him back are higher, especially with this being a contract year. If business is strong, they look to be getting a big increase in talks. The situation becomes very different. You know, dude, regardless of where you stand on the whole punk elite thing, punk was good for business. You know, that was I I think that Tony Khan definitely I think that he looked at those analytics and decided that whatever the plus delta thing means, the immediate feedback from meetings. uh, I mean, he referred to him uh, that he referred to punk as the plus delta to mean this guy's really good for my business. All the analytics says so. It's why he put him front and center on the video game. It's why he put the title on him. Like you and I can debate or people can debate about, oh, well, you know, Punk, he wasn't. I've I've seen plenty of people say, oh, Punk wasn't a draw. Clearly he was. Like you can look at the numbers and the revenue from the pay-per-views and stuff. Yeah. The stuff that Punk was on drew really well. And um, and I I, I think that like, yeah, dude, I mean, the the main bulk of AEW's revenue, I think, is going to be the TV stuff. Mm -hmm. And if they can get those ratings to to average out to like a little bit over a million, like they had been on a regular basis, which they haven't really done in a while, nope. um, then then yeah, they're gonna get all that more money back. And if the idea is, look, I know that Punk said a bunch of messed up stuff, but like th- everybody can make a lot of money if Punk comes back to AEW. And on top of that, if you don't actively really try your damnedest to get this done. Triple H is going to be over there doing everything he can because he's got a TV deal mm-hmm. that he's trying to put together as well. It just it just makes sense. Like you're going to want whoever can get you the most eyeballs. If he's a problem in the locker room or if there's a perceived problem there, 
you, you put him in his own room. And then you put us. You have to put a sign on no elite allowed because we saw what happened last time. They put him yeah, in his own yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last part was kind of a joke. I don't know what you do. You know, you just. I, I don't know. I, I think mean, you have to sit. Cooler them all heads down. have to prevail. Yeah, you have to sit them all down and f- try to find a way to make this work on, on professionally. They don't have to like each other personally, mm, as long yeah. as they can be professional mm-hmm. uh, and, and 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 work together. That's all that really matters. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to the stuff about Dax. Based on what I read, there wasn't anything terribly controversial in anything Dax said. Like I said, he was pretty diplomatic about basically everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just the idea that he would mention it um, publicly on a show, and that's why he's got maybe heat on him if he has heat on him at all. Um, I wonder. I wonder if it's maybe undercutting the the deep tension there. You know, it's like dude, we can't just you know. If 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 I called you an empty-headed dumb fuck, yeah, and then well, no, more likely, but you'd call Hilton an empty-headed dumb fuck, yeah. and I was like, I wish these two would just patch it up so that we can go get some Cinnabons together, yeah, and then and and it's like, and maybe Hilton's like, yeah, or, or you're like, duh, but then Hilton's like, he called me an empty-headed dumb fuck. It's not that easy. What a great analogy that just was, huh? That was good. Now I want a cinnamon roll. Thanks. <laughs> let's head up. Let's call Hilton and get. Some, let's call that empty headed dumb fuck to Hilton and get some cinnamon. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, no, I, I get that. I mean, I mean, especially with Punk's kind of response of "duh" to they should work it out. Yeah, I get that point. Um, there, there obviously has to be more conversation than just "duh" involved in it. You know. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I didn't take Pugs saying "duh" to some to somebody as "duh." It's it's. I'll be to, honest. What, I whatever no grievances, idea how to take that. whatever grievances, you know, the elite page, whomever in, in AEW may have towards him, it was just the concept of trying to work things together. Obviously, and I don't necessarily I think, think so, that yeah. saying "does" to necessarily undercut any of the tensions that exist. It was just say, "Yeah, it should be clear as day that in terms of doing business." They should try to make every effort they can to patch well, things I, up and push and get things moving forward. You know, I was saying maybe that's why people were not too happy with Dax. If again, if this is true, you know, you and I have always said, you know, with Mel, be it Meltzer, Sean Rassap, whomever, whenever they talk to people, those people are going to have their own perspectives, their own agendas, and so. <clears throat> but you know, those perspectives and agendas are important because, regardless of whether or not you know the the exact details are true. There, that is one side that's getting out. That means that there yeah. are people who feel this way backstage. Yeah. Um. I, I was speaking about maybe they felt that Dax was sort of underselling or playing down, maybe with a little bit of naivete. Oh, can't these guys just get along? And those guys being the people who were targeted by CM Punk publicly. And on the other side of that, you know, I could see CM Punk thinking that, well, these guys targeted me, you know, to the dirt sheets. There, there, there are two sides here. Yeah. Um. But uh, but maybe that would be the reason why Dax's comments would be getting some heat because like, dude, it's not that simple. We can't just all move along and, and, and be fine because this guy was actively causing issues backstage could be the problem that they would have with it. That's I'm not saying that would be true or not, just but the, that could you know, be. It's just, you know, throughout this whole thing, for the most part, people within AEW, especially people higher up, you know, um, uh, in the executive on the executive side of things, haven't talked at all about it. Like Tony Khan literally has said no comment to basically every question he's been asked about this. There's been a a, a general lack of transparency throughout the investigation. Um, And maybe that's kind of the general attitude is don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. Just don't talk about it. Yeah. And so if it's a situation where there's kind of like a a blanket understanding, maybe not even a statement, but just an understanding amongst those in the locker room that just don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. And the decks, you know, he's like, he just, Again, it wasn't like he 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 obviously took. He, we all know he's friends with Punk. Mm-hmm, yeah, right. But even saying I heard Punk's account just because I heard Punk's account doesn't mean I know the whole truth. Yeah. So maybe it's just yeah. the fact that he talked about it. Yeah, that, that could be. Some heat, you know? that, that 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 could be. We don't really know. No, we don't. Um, Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. 
but those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. There's also maybe a little bit of this. Uh, the, you, you could see that from like sort of a cynical standpoint. It's like, oh, you're launching a new podcast. What are you going to talk about? The most controversial yeah. story in AEW of 2022, you know? Well, hey, Dax, it's worked pretty well for us, so we keep going with it. Keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Part two, you know, where the where's cash, the where's cash podcast. We're going to talk about, you know, how the duh comment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Episode two. Duh. <laughs> it's an hour and a half on, on various strategies of how they could work things out. And then, you know, episode three, punk blocked my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Although punk oh, responding to that thing about them all working out because it all stemmed from what Dex said. Makes me feel like he might not be blocking Dax's number. If that's the case, because I think you're right about that. If that's the case, he's probably also feeding Dax this stuff. I would not be surprised. (laughs) This is why the backstage stuff is so much more interesting than what we get on screen. Because they're so closed off about what happens backstage. I know. So we just get to sit here like a couple of clowns. And, and, you know, and then people in the comments end up taking it way too seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you guys just admit that you're AW biased? Yeah, okay. Well, we're not. We don't have AEW bias. Why did you guys just admit that you're WWE fans? Well, we're fans yeah. of wrestling. We like wrestling. We like wrestling. We like wrestling. Wrestling's great. Speaking of WWE, we also like AJ Styles. Unfortunately, <clears throat> reports started surfacing following WWE's December 29th house show that AJ Styles had suffered some sort of injury. Styles updated his condition on New Year's Eve on the Twitter, stating, "Just want, just want you guys to know that I'm okay." Broken angle is what I'm dealing with. No surgery. This just takes some time to recover. This will be the longest I've ever been out of the ring. Thanks for the prayers and get well wishes. So uh, AJ Styles with an angle injury. Ankle. Ankle. Ankle injury. fracture of some sort. I don't remember. When's the last time he was actually injured and took a, and took a lot of time off? Um, this, after this guy is remarkably resilient. Edge hit that spear and I'm in the rumble. He separated his shoulder. He was out for a spell then. Oh, wow. That was a long time ago. Was that, that was, like 2014? No, it was, or 2016. No, it was after that. It's when Edge came back. Oh, 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 oh. No, I'm sorry. I thought you meant when he debuted. Yeah, okay. No, no. no, no. I'm, I'm getting back, AJ Styles' debut and Edge's return uh, mixed up together. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That so I think sense. that's the last time he was out any amount of time because of injury. Uh-huh. You know, depending. If he doesn't need surgery, I, w- I would imagine that the it wasn't like a terribly bad break. If you break your ankle real bad, you probably got to have surgery. There was that one time when he had his uh, nipple torn off. That was on We Book Raw. That was our show. That was our EFED. That was our show, yeah. Okay. That's what we booked that wrong, yeah. I was getting that confused with No, he still has life. He still has in real in real life both his nipples. In life. 
Um, yeah, so that that's a bummer. AJ, my point was AJ Styles is remarkably resilient for how well he sells and what Very he does durable, to his yes, body. Yes, yes, yeah, his body just does not come apart. Oh man! Uh, so, so hopefully, that's a bummer. hopefully he uh, has a, a a quick recovery, no complications. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see him. I don't know, three months, three four months, maybe, depending on the nature yeah. of the break and how long it takes him to rehab. I wonder what happens to OC. Do they bring in like sort of like a a, a temporary replacement for AJ Styles? <sighs> Who could they bring in as a temporary replacement for AJ Styles? Oh, bring in Eric Young. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I was thinking, like, what about uh, is he still injured? Nathan Frazier? Yeah, he sort of has the same haircut. But if you just sort of put him in AJ's gear, it could be like, there's something off about this guy. Just have him wear that cool. Mask oh, that you he wears. you want you want him to pull like a fake Razor Ramon, fake Diesel, and have yeah, someone right. this come back. That and... wasn't where I was gonna go at first, but then I decided to go in that direction. All right, now. gotcha. He wears the mask and everything. They're like, hey, AJ, why don't you take that mask off? This is talk. His head no. This Carl Anderson starts doing all the talking. He goes like this. He puts up a two sweet instead. <laughs> uh, oh, so this, is, this is kind of interesting. Let's talk about this. And while we're on the subject of WWE stars, let's talk about former WWE champions. <clears throat> a couple days at Wrestle Kingdom 17, Sasha Banks, now known as her, I think her real name, Mercedes Varnett. Well, I guess we're going to find out what her actual. Yeah, because she trademarked uh, some other names too. Mercedes Monet, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, formerly known as Sasha Banks, will reportedly make her first wrestling appearance since she walked out on Raw back in May. According to PW Insider, Varnado won't be the only former WWE star making a trip to Japan. PWInsider.com exclusively confirmed that Banks' WWE Women's Tag Team Championship partner Trinity Naomi Fatu is currently slated to be in Japan. New Japan sources would not confirm they're bringing in Naomi and intimated she was coming of her own accord. So it just may be that Fatu is simply traveling to Japan to join Varnado at the event to support her and won't even be seen publicly. That's interesting. That's interesting. I like that they're still close, you know, regardless if she's mm-hmm. going to be appearing with her or on screen. Mm-hmm. I like that they're still sort of doing stuff together. Solidarity yeah. there. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah, it, it will be interesting, though, if if Naomi were to appear on screen. You got to assume we'll get to our, our for, for entertainment purposes, only Wrestle Kingdom 17 predictions here in a moment. For um, entertainment purposes. Only. You got to assume that Sasha is going to come out and confront, I would imagine, Kyrie Sane after uh, her IWGP Women's Championship match. To set up a match down the line. Um, it'd be pretty neat if Naomi came to the ring with her, mm-hmm. you know, and and in some way could set up a story for Naomi as well. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, for a match uh, down the line, that would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, or if she's just there to support her friend and, and won't even be on camera, that's cool too. Maybe she's there to like you know trade tips with the uh, the rainmaker. You know, she's like. Kazushko Kata, I've come here to learn from you. And he's like, Trinity Fatu, show me the glow. Yeah. Because could you imagine Okada if he had glow? He has had glow. Remember his he's, some of his, yeah. his entrance gear like was iridescent and kind of luminescent? Yeah, it had like the glow yeah. material from yeah. 2K22. Yeah, but imagine yeah. imagine uh, Naomi. She added glow to that. Like yeah, the L, like an L, say he wins, he beats Jay White for the for the uh, the IWGP Heavyweight Title. Yeah. They're like this belt, yeah, it's fine. Let's put some glow on it. He does the LED light thing like Naomi did when when she was Women's Champ. Okada's like light the beam. Yeah, on my yes, uh, on my freaking IWGP title. Yes. Yeah, that'd be cool. What if she teaches him those cool Royal Rumble moves? That'd like be great. he's out there on the apron, and then like Jay White comes over and he like gives him a lariat off, but he goes to the barricade instead. Yeah, and it's like you don't have to do that. Your feet can hit the you don't lose if you hit the ground. He's like, but I've Rainmaker has glow, and then he whoosh, goes back. That'd be great. This is see, this is the stuff that would make us watch Wrestle Kingdom, Larson, on a regular basis. Every week we've watched Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> well, it's not okay. Yeah. I'm gonna be like Werner Herzog with WWE. I'm gonna call everything New Japan Wrestle Kingdom. It's just all Wrestle Kingdom. Well, we might as well start talking Wrestle Kingdom now. Um, again, for entertainment purposes only, non-binding. We're not doing predictions anymore. I'm forever champ. That's already been decided. Um, Twelve matches here on Wrestle Kingdom. Two pre-show matches, including Steve's favorite, the New Japan Rambo. 
Oh, man, I might just watch the Rambo, to be honest with you. So this, I don't know exactly how they're doing it this year. If they're doing because like last year they did that, and the Final Four faced Night 2 to be the first provisional uh, KOPW uh, winner. Or Same way. Trophy Same way holder. this year. Okay, Same so way the Final Four. All right. I'm looking at it on Wikipedia anyways. All right, cool. So we got two pre-show matches. Um, an exhibition match between... I'm gonna get these names so wrong, and I apologize. I know I was waiting for you to say them because I'm like I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna Rio, mess these up. Riohei, uh huh, Oiwa, uh huh, and then uh, Bolton, Bolton Oleg. Oleg. That's a great name. Um, I have no idea. That sounds like that sounds like an extreme uh, slap competition. That name. does. That Bolton does. Oleg. All right, I'll go with I'll go with Oleg then. <laughs> Fine, I'll go with Oiwa. All right, I win already. Because that, that one, you had a hard time saying their name. Um, so who do you think the final four in this Rambo are going to be, Steve? All right. So, so we have King, no idea who's King of it. Pro Wrestling. It's King of Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Is, so is Shingo currently? No. So Shingo's going to be one of the guys. So how it, how it works out, I believe, is if you finish the year as champion, as provisional champ, you're champ. And okay. then the new year starts all over again. Your provisional okay, right, champ right, until right. the last defense of the year. At that point, you're the champ for the year. It starts all over again. So one of these guys. Okay, so this is going to go to New Year's Dash. It doesn't yeah. say that it's going to. It's coming down to four, but I'm assuming you're right about that. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So uh, Shingo Yano is Suzuki still even around? He's still, he's still around, right? Yeah. All right, Suzuki because he's been it before, and then Chase Owens. Okay, I'll go. I'll go Shingo Taichi. They had a okay. Taichi and Shingo had a feud for the title uh, last year, and I want to see Taichi with it now that he's out of Suzuki Goon. He needs something to do. Oh no! Hold on. Lincoln Phoenix says Shingo says he's done with King of Pro Wrestling. Okay, right, never mind. I, I meant then, mine. Instead of Shingo, it's Taichi. All right, <laughs> Taichi, Taichi Yano, yeah, Chase Owens. This is such a waste of time. Evil. <laughs> This is a massive waste of time. Evil. Uh, the Antonio Inoki <laughs> Memorial Six Man Tag Team Match: Yuji Nagata, Kojima, Makabe. Oh, Suzuki's Fujinami. in this match. <laughs> oh, Suzuki. Okay, so take out Suzuki out of the last match. Put Robbie Eagles, maybe. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, and then Tiger Mask. Uh, who's gonna win this one? Uh, so some of these dudes are. I mean, they're all pretty old. Yeah. I'm going to go who's, with the who's team Tiger Minoru Mask Suzuki. These days? Is Tiger Mask old? I know the character is, but like the dude under the mask, is he old now? Uh, I think it doesn't good. matter. I'm going with uh, Nagata. I'm going Yuji Nagata. Who, who's your pick? Uh, team uh, 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 Suzuki. Oh yeah, Tiger Mask is 52 years old. Yeah. Wait, this is a this. Oh, this is this is a team thing. Yeah. Six man tag. You're right. It's yeah. A t- okay. You got Team Suzuki, you got Team Nagata. All right, there we go. Uh, next for the junior heavyweight tag titles, we got TJP and uh, Akira taking on Leo Rush and Yo. Um, so TJP and Akira with the United Empire. And they're champs currently, yeah. Yeah, they're going to win this thing. As yeah. much as I think it'd be awesome for Leo Rush and Yo to win, you can never predict what Leo Rush is going to do. And that's not that's not a slam on him. That's just his history. I don't know like how much he's actually going to be in New Japan. So, and I you know, people could be like, hey, "He's been there for a whole year." I don't think he's been there for a year. Um yeah, no, it's going to be a United Empire. Their book's super strong these days. Yeah, I feel like United Empire is uh, is going to win too. Next, we got for the IWGP Women's Championship, Kyrie taking on Tam Nakano. Uh Kyrie's totally winning this because she's going to have a match with Sasha Banks. I I assume so. <laughs> I assume <Yeah>. so. <laughs> Next, uh, this, hey, hey, hold on a second. Who took out Kyrie saying in in her last days in WWE? Wasn't it Bailey and Sasha? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. They got some story built in there. Yeah. Uh, next, FTR defending the IWGP Tag t- Team Titles against Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. This this has got to be Goto and Yoshihashi winning these titles. Yeah, of course. FTR is losing everything these days. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of confidence uh, that, points on that one if we were doing confidence points, but this is entertainment purposes only. Uh, the first uh, King of Television New Japan Championship, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Ren Narita. I mean, this has got to be Zack Sabre Jr., right? You would think so. 
He beat yeah. Evil in under five minutes in the semis. So yeah, yeah Zack so. Saber Jr. is going to be the first uh, king of television in New Japan. Uh, next, we got for the Never Open Weight title, we got Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson taking on Tama Tonga. Club. Tama Tonga wins here because yeah. Carl Anderson's literally with WWE. Yep. So. Tama Tonga. Hey, let me ask you this: What? While we're on the top of Carl Anderson. Rocky Romero was asked in an interview recently mm. about Carl Anderson and the WWE stuff. Yeah. And he sort of somebody that I think the subject was broached about what would WWE ask for in return from New Japan? Mm -hmm. Do you think we're going to get somebody from the New Japan professional wrestling at the Rumble this year? And if so, who's the most likely candidate? Maybe something else if Suzuki was in the Rumble. That'd be kind of crazy. That'd be nuts. That'd be nuts. I don't think it'd be a, like a, as big a name as like their champion, like a Jay no, White or no, a Kazuchika no, no, Okada. No, no. Um, I mean, it'd be something else if it was like a Naito. You know what? If Tanahashi's not doing anything. Oh, man. Could you imagine that? Have Tanahashi in the Rumble. I'd, I'd be Could surprised, you imagine? but it'd be something else. I wouldn't, you know what? At this point, I kind of look. It's it's a pretty simple thing. WWE probably could have just been like, yeah, no, we're not going to have Carl Anderson do anything with you guys. He's just going to vacate yeah, the title. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know contractually what Carl Anderson, uh, uh, you know, if if New Japan could have gone after him in some way, I don't know. But like, it would not shock me at all if and may, may look. Maybe it's going to be we'll give you Carl Anderson for the day and we get some footage or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. could be that. Yeah. But man, you want to you want to surprise like the 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 true wrestling nerds out there, you know? Then and Triple H, he comes from a day they used to do that shit all the time. You know, they'd bring people in from New Japan to to be in the Rumble and shit. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That that could be wild, man. That, that could, could be, be wild. interesting. That could be interesting. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh yeah, Tomatonga's totally winning this. Next we have uh, uh Great Muda's last match in New Japan. He's teaming with Tanahashi and Shooter against LIJ. You gotta think uh, uh Muda's getting a win here in his last match in New Japan. Okay, so hold on a second though. Because Bushi's in the Bushi is on team LIJ, he's taking the pin. All right, but hold on a second. What? Jushin Thunder Liger. Let's look at his last match. Uh huh. How did that go for him? I don't remember. <laughs> was that just last uh, year? Uh, <laughs> this is the worst segment we've ever done on this show. No, we've probably I, done worse than No, this. this is the worst segment we've ever done on this show. New Japan predictions. We're just a couple of idiots. What do we know? <sighs> hold on a second. Cage match. Jushin Thunder Liger. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, matches. All right. So. His last match was in 2020, <clears throat> and he got beat by uh, Takahashi and uh, who's this? Dragon Lee, I think, in a tag match. And even in like his his second to last match, he got beat. He did nothing but eat losses for his last four matches. Yeah, I think that I think that that's sort of the thing over there, man. I think that. Uh, where is he? Uh, Great Mood is going to lose this. I think his team loses. No, you Bushi's go with the winners. Okay, you. Okay, I've won this predictions. Then good job, me. I'm not putting a, a lot of confidence points on here. It seems this is entertainment, entertainment purposes only. <laughs> okay, all right. Forever champion. All uh, right. Then we got this match should be really, really good. 
junior heavyweight. How about this? Winner, uh, winner, uh, loser pays for uh, fast food this Friday when you come over here. All right. Fine. Uh, we got Taiji Ishimori defending his junior heavyweight title against El Desperado, Takahashi, Master Wado. Um, uh, Ishimori, El Desperado, Takahashi, Master Wado. I think this is going to stand pat. When did Ishimori win this shit? It's been a little Again. while. Again, yeah. Has been it been, been really? Yeah, it's been a little while. He's had the belt for a little bit. Yeah, I feel because Desperado and Takahashi, they have their 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 story. That's been going on for a bit. I don't. I mean, I don't. I just don't anticipate Master Wado winning the the junior heavyweight title anytime soon. So I'll I'll say Ishimori retains. When did he win this thing? Um. Yeah, I'm gonna say that Ishimori retains, but then I've got no. I've got no freaking a lot of confidence. He says. Um. <laughs> next, Will Osprey taking on Kenny Omega. This is for the heavy the U.S. heavyweight title. This match should be pretty spectacular. I would imagine that Osprey's somehow going to get the win here because I'd just be kind of surprised if Kenny had the U.S. title, but you never know. Dude, the last time... No. This can't be right. What? Uh, June, <clears throat> June 6th. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. June 21st, 2022. According to Cage Match, is the last time that he actually defended the title. Wow, he had, he's had a bunch of other matches. Maybe maybe it's just not listed on Cage Match. Like he fought Allen Angels two months later on Strong. Maybe that was for the junior title. Oh, yeah, and it's yeah. just not listed on Cage yeah. Match. He does a lot of multi man matches though. Yeah, but huh. uh, yeah. Anyways, who do you got for sorry, Kenny versus sorry. Osprey? It's for the U.S. title, right? Yeah. It's got to be Osprey. You think so? It's got to be Osprey. You would think United so. Empire's book strong, man. Yeah, but also an AEW uh, talent, especially huge stars like Kenny Omega, show up in other promotions. They don't lose. Oh yeah, dude, you're right. Ooh, but Kenny Omega's like an EVP. He's sort of an exception guy. Maybe, maybe, maybe Will Osprey wins there. Kenny wins a return match in AEW, or Kenny wins here, and then the return match at like Forbidden Door Two, Will wins it back. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, the AEW thing. You know what? Oh, man. Mm, 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 mm. I would say all signs might point to Kenny. Because, like, you're right. Nobody, AEW doesn't lose wherever they go. And on top of that, they love featuring titles on their show. Yeah. Mm, boy, that's a tough one. I need to yeah, say I'd, I'd, I'd say I'd say Osprey wins. Osprey All right, wins. I'll go with Kenny then. Uh, finally, the main event: Jay White taking on or defending the title against Okada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, Okada wins this dude. I don't know, man. Yeah, man, he wins. I don't know. Done. I've won. <laughs> He's the rainmaker. Come on. I know, but he if they want to really really cement Jay White as the guy in New Japan. Then this is this is the match he has to win. Okada yeah, that, beat that, him in the last title, like in New York, beat uh, Jay White for the title. I think the only other time they faced for the title since then was that four way match at Forbidden Door. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jay White, April twenty twenty two. Jay White clarifies current contract status. Let's see what his contract status is like. Um. Let's see here. Okay, no. Remember that time Jay White went to Impact to sell T-shirts? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Okay, he clarified his New Japan contract status. Jay White spoke about his, I'm still with New Japan. Okay, that's not really clarification. He just clarified that he's with New Japan. Robert Channels here in chat says they're literally building this match around who's going to be Antonio, Antonio Inoki's successor. That's clearly Okada. He wears a whole robe. You That's think like so? The history of it's New got Japan. the entire history of New Japan on it. Yeah, yeah dude, it's it, Okada. You think it, it probably is going to be Okada. Okay, fine. It's, Okada. Totally, it's totally Okada. It's Okada. All right, I win predictions. Good job, everybody. No, I'm forever champion. I'm new forever champion. No, I'm forever champion. No, I'm. Forever I'm forever champion. champion. What do I care about predictions anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I spent ten dollars on some fast food. So ra- what? Are you are you rage quitting this? <laughs> are you rage quitting this awful segment of ours? What a waste of everybody's time. Let's talk about Rampage. (laughs) It accomplished its goal. We filled up about 10 minutes of time, Steve. 
Nice. Well done. How many old viewers have lost in those 10 minutes? Who knows? Everybody wins. (laughs) Let's talk about Rampage. Yeah, let's talk about Rampage. Uh, oh my god, we gained we gained like 150 people while talking about uh, wrestling on, on wow, YouTube. Over, over 550 people. Wow. people. Hey, it worked then. Yeah, it worked. Good job. We filled dude. up some Good time job. of the show and we got some viewers. That's great. So anyways, uh, let's talk Rampage. Uh, book ended by two pretty solid matches. Um, I got I got It was a little talky, especially towards the middle. Um, mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed the, the Kira Hogan Jade Cargill match. I thought it was a really good uh, showing for Kira Hogan, who really hasn't had many opportunities to really showcase what she could do in the ring while in AEW. I mean, if mm-hmm. you watch Impact when she was there, you know she's re- a really good wrestler. Yeah, she is. Um, and granted, this match didn't get a ton of time, but the amount of time it got, she was really able to get the crowd behind her. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, even though, you know, she wasn't going to beat Jade. Uh, but I just thought it was a really strong showing for her. She's really good, and hopefully, hopefully, um, They'll they'll come up with some stories for her to keep her, uh, you know, involved and on TV and and putting on good bouts. Yeah, I agree with that, man. I think we got a good story beat too with Red Velvet, you know, uh, preventing Jade from slapping the shit out of Kira Hogan on the outside, mm-hmm. making sure it all goes down on the inside. So now her, you know, obviously they're setting up something with her and Jade probably for Revolution. They might slow burn it a little bit because Revolution's still about two months away. Yeah. Um, no, I, I like that. I like I like Rampage. Rampage had uh, uh, it had a bit of character to it. I like the opener with Orange Cassidy and Trent and their relationship stuff. I thought that was pretty good. And then you know, of course, Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian cont- continuing to try to play their their mind games with the best friends. Yeah, I thought this is like sort of the most interesting <clears throat> the best friends have been because their gimmick is like they're just the whatever guys, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you add a little bit of interest. Uh, to what's going on there. I really like the uh, the Darby Sting uh, bit yeah. from Rampage Sting as well. Sting yelling at Darby was, was pretty good. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, saying, it doesn't matter, you know, stop the madness. You got to worry about yourself, buddy. Don't yeah. worry about those people out there. Showtime and uh, and all that stuff. And then Darby's totally going to get choked out by Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah, he's totally losing to Samoa Joe. Maybe, maybe we'll get our, our Sting-Samoa Joe match then. Maybe Sting will get his TNT title opportunity a couple months too late for you to <laughs> – to get it right for predictions. Oh boy, that would be your dad's. They're just doing that to stick it to me. <laughs> Too many CM Punk thumbnails. So they're like, yeah, we're going to make Sting TNT champion like in 2023. Yeah. I don't care. I'll still take a victory lap for that one. Um, let's talk about low lights on Rampage and that Preston Vance interview. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't like, I thought the sit down with JR was all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really feel like the interview added a whole lot. No, it, it, no. It, it, sometimes I think you know, if you're if you don't have, you know, it's a, this cable stuff is good, I guess, for reps for some guys. Yeah. You know, being on rampage in the middle of the night, they announced that you know the next battle of the belts is going to be in the middle of the night again. Yeah. Uh, after rampage, but live whenever. at least. Yeah, it's going to be live, so everybody's going to be like yawning. Yeah. In the crowd, like, oh my god, it's so late. What? What is it? Where? Where is Battle of the Belts and that rampage coming from? Is it, is it on the West Coast? Portland. I think it's Portland. Oh, okay. I think it's Portland. So it's uh oh okay. So that's only like at what? Yeah, it'll be at like eight in the eight in the evening. Oh, that's like not that bad. They when you said low lights, so I thought you were going to talk about Wheeler Yuta and his uh, pre main event interview. No, because he was great about that. Mock what? started it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you got Swerve, who's like effortlessly charismatic. Oh, dude, this guy is everything. He just oozes charisma. Yeah, he's awesome. And he doesn't even have to try. And he's yeah. like saying, yeah, in 2023, mogul affiliates could prove that we're the most violent. And Wheeler just goes, you want to talk about violence? <laughs> and I'm like, this just isn't convincing, dude. No, I know, man. It's so it's so bad. It's so bad. Like, you know, I was like, oh, man, here we go. It's a Wheeler Yuta interview. He's, he's I'm sorry, Wheeler. You're a great, you're a great interview. Do this a little bit, you know. You need you need to get down into your gut to to talk because this oh, moguls. Oh no, we're violence. We're in Blackpool Combat Club. You know they had to have Mox kick that thing off for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, again, back to Preston Vans. I think that he's like five years away from doing a good promo, but this is a good start for him. You got to start somewhere. 
You know, yeah. you look at Chris Jericho's first promos, they're dog shit back from like 1989 or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so you got to start somewhere, but it's always fun to, it's, it's always fun to see that kind of you shit. Remember, you remember, you remember watching those, uh, it's popped in my head. We were watching, we're doing the thing for some pay-per-view for like a, a retro review. Maybe it was Survivor Series 2002 where they had the, the, the Randy Orton, Randy News Network and how awful that was. <laughs> yeah, man. Those it were so bad. So bad. Yeah, yeah. So Everybody bad. starts somewhere. Granted, t- 20 years later, not that mm. it took them 20 years to get good, but you fast forward to Orton now, and again, effortless, because he's had oh, so yeah. many reps. He's been like yeah, basically right. every situation you're going to be from a promo standpoint that it's just all second nature to him. You just have to get did those reps s- in. Did you see me at Action Coast? I had to get my phone out to remember my notes. Yeah. And then instead of trying to connect me to the internet, so I was just standing around like an idiot. So you I know? do that a few hundred more times, and it'll just be effortless. <laughs> I'll be able to get my phone out whoop like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's dive in. Oh, another, another. I don't know if this is a low light or a highlight, and I have no idea if it happened to you. <clears throat> but during the middle of the uh, uh, Sanjay Dutt and crew response yeah. to the rap. Jeff Jarrett literally looked at the camera and said, Max Caster, let me tell you something. I've taken more showers than you've had matches in this business. And we emergency. It was an emergency signal. Oh, no, I got for, that earlier. Uh, for the flooding. I got yeah. that earlier in the show. Oh, really? We got it at yeah. different times? Yeah, it's odd because we don't live far apart and we both have Xfinity. Was it part of, was it like live today interrupting the playback or was it at the time? That I don't know. I think it was, I think it was live. So you were, I was probably watching that and you were behind me or something. Oh, that could be, that could be. But we were watching it when, yeah, we were both watching. Yeah, I think it was during the opening bout, which was Orange Cassidy versus Trent. Yes. And they were really playing up. These guys are friends, but at the same time, there's competition here. They want to win. You want to get that dub. Yep. And so there was there was a degree of hesitancy from both of them to like the first time Orange was thinking about going for the orange punch, he hesitated and there's times where Trent could have done something, hesitated, but then they'd always kick up and kick up the violence to a certain degree. Um whenever Trent does that bit where he kind of like Devlin's side, but he does it into a pile driver. Yeah, that's really neat. That's awesome. So he did yeah. that. And hits the pile driver and orange kicks out and then Penelope Ford walks down to ringside and gets on the apron to distract Trent. And this allows Orange to hit a, a beach break. Trent kicks out of that, and then Orange hits an orange punch for the win. Uh, the best part, this might, be, might have been the best thing Kip Sabian, in my mind, has ever done, is uh-huh. when he was w- walking down to the ring and did a little dance to Orange Cassidy's music. I hated that. Really? I yeah. thought that was that actually shows some personality. I didn't like that. No, I, I don't like that. any. Yeah, I just can't. I don't know what it is about that guy. I just, I, I don't think I've ever really liked him, to be honest with you. But that's just me. I don't know. You, you, it's wrestling. You like some characters. I don't know. You, totally. you, you could be the coolest guy in the world. I don't know. But like you just, you know. So I, I'm, I'm sort of already. Con- yeah. I'm I'm already conditioned to sort of not like anything that he does. I but mean, if like he his, does something really cool. His thing now is like super villain. Mm-hmm. But he's not really doing anything terribly dastardly. You know. He needs to lean into the dastardly. He does. Mwahaha. Yeah, he you needs know? to actually do something dastardly, you know. Yeah, they're like Kip Sabian. You know what? What are you? What are you trying to do here? What are you trying to accomplish? I'll tell you my plan, and you can't stop me. Well, he t- he know? should say world domination or something like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like everybody's here for titles, world titles. I want the world. You know, I want like world. That. Yeah, the world is my title, and I will dominate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Gosh darn it. Okay, so after that, uh, we had a Darby Sting interview uh, where uh, Shivani says, wait, was this already aired on? This didn't air on. No, it was from After Dynamite. They, they said it was from last oh, week. Oh, after. from After Dynamite. This, this, okay. This, like in kayfabe, this happened after the bit with yeah. Joe on Dynamite. I got you. My bad. My bad. So Shivani uh, tells Darby, hey, man, you get your TNT title shot against Samoa Joe. Darby says, I'm glad it's in Seattle. When I graduated high school six months ago, I was 115 pounds. I told everyone I wanted to become a pro wrestler, and they doubted me. My teachers, my friend, even my own dad. And I listened to them, and I was dying inside. But the moment I started listening to myself, I became alive. And look what happened. I became TNT champion. Then I lost it all. I don't know if my hometown or my dad still believes in me. And a matter of fact, I don't even know if you, Sting, you're like my dad. You don't believe in me either. 
Do you think I can win the TNT title? Sting says, it's showtime. What if I say no? Then I'll be the guy who doubted you like everybody else, right? But if I say yes, you'll lose the chip on your shoulder. I don't want you to lose that chip on your shoulder. Why? Because Joe is a killer. And because I know you're going to have to dig deep down inside the place you've never been before inside of yourself, Rock. You, you got to go. stop the madness, Rock. You got to stop worrying about what everybody thinks. It doesn't matter. It only matters what you think, Rock. Now go out there and get your title back. Shut your mouth and just do it. It's showtime. I was, I was, I'm kind of surprised that Sting didn't slap him. Yeah, it seemed like he was going to. Yeah, I mean, Sting sort of shoved him when yeah. he was like, hey, yeah. you don't believe in me, man. I love these two, by the way. I was thinking about this the other day, and that moment when Darby looks at Sting when he's about to lose a TNT title, that was, still, that was, really that was good. like my fucking favorite moment ever in AEW. That was really good. That was so, that was, this partnership has actually been really fucking cool, and I appreciate mm. everything about it. I, I love these two together. I know I make fun of Darby because he does come off as an angsty teenager yeah. who just graduated high school three, yeah. Uh, yeah. six months ago. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I love these guys. I think they're, I think they're great, man. They have. It's, it's been a situation where Sting has actually really uh, helped out Darby, enhanced his character. He's mm -hmm. starting to take on certain uh, attributes of Sting's in-ring work. Yeah. It's, it's working really well for all involved, and, and it's, it's, it's been a way to keep Sting relevant and vital. Mm -hmm. What, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. thirty-five years into his career? Yeah, dude. No, absolutely. And he doesn't feel like a nostalgia act. Right. No, he doesn't. I mean, he he adds no, dude. He totally adds to it. And then on top of that, whenever we get a sting match, what does he do? Crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So no, he absolutely does not feel like a nostalgia act. Uh next up we got Kip Sabian versus Atiba. Mm -hmm. Uh Kip wins this pretty quickly. Um he actually has Penelope throw him Orange Cassidy's elbow pad, so he puts it on just to take it off, hits an orange punch to get the win. They're Correct. going uh, going through great lengths to to develop this story between Kip and Orange, only for Orange to beat him. Well, yeah, hopefully this is going to be the last thing before Miro comes in and just cleans the mat with Orange Cassidy. That would be great. That would be pretty uh, neat. After that, we had a Preston Vance interview, and uh, he says, hey, Lexi, I'm going to ask the questions. He said, did you watch my interview with good old JR? She's like, yeah, I watched that shit. And he says, you know, it was the most talked about thing on Rampage. That is not true. I don't. I can't believe that that was the most talked about thing about anything. Well, maybe amongst amongst himself and Roosh and, and Jose. <laughs> Jose. Jose has like some MS Paint drawing of like, oh, look at the ratings from your segment on Rampage. It's very much talked about. He says, uh, they're saying Preston Vance. Uh, he says, what are they saying? They're saying that Preston Vance is handsome and Preston Vance can talk. I know for a fact nobody's saying that. He says, I've known my whole life. This, these are things I've known my whole life. For the last three years, I was made to wear some stupid mask and do some stupid hand gesture. So question two, he says, you're the backstage interview. Who am I, interviewer? Who am I wrestling next week? Like, she's like, fuck it, I don't care. And he's like, nah, I don't know either. He's like, is it a local talent, a Dark Order member? They're really all in the, one and the same. So to get back to your original question, do I look like a man who has any remorse? I belittled the child on national TV, and that's all I had to do to get the spotlight. I'd have done that shit three years ago he also gave himself a new name it was dog something it was pedro something i forget yeah. what it was yeah I but he, he too he god bless his soul he tried to roll his r's he sounded like me trying to do it because mm. it was not very impressive maybe they shouldn't have given the double r in his name because pedro he can't he can't do the thing yeah, and even yeah, i can yeah. barely i'm falling yeah. apart doing it you know yeah uh, then we got more talking after that. John Moxley interview says, been a hell of a few years, hasn't it, Tony Schiavone? Because Tony Schiavone's there. He says, from day one, AEW, in the first three years, two men stood above all the rest and beat everyone there was to beat except each other. Talking about himself and Hangman mm -hmm. Page. Mm -hmm. So it was inevitable. There would be a showdown one day, and when it happened, I, not Larson, John Moxley, proved there was only yeah. one top guy. There was only one last man standing. It was going to be me. Again, not mm -hmm. Larson, John Moxley. He Moxley, continues. Yeah. I hit Hangman so hard, I knocked him into another dimension. He woke up in the hospital that night, but I, I slept like a baby because the Blackpool Combat Club works harder than anybody else. We deliver harder than anybody else, so we deserve to sleep like babies because when we get into this ring, we don't care about the safety of the athletes. Paige is hurt. Can't get the doctors to clear him. Tony, I've been hurt for 10 years. Get over it. It's tough business. This is the major leagues. Mm. He says, Hangman, January 11th. You want it at the forum in LA? Well, see your doctors. See what we can do about all that. I'll be there waiting for you. People seem to forget this is a tough business. And if you make it to LA, I'm going to remind everyone how tough this business can be. Hangman, keep your hands up. Biatch. 
Bitch. Wow. Holy crap. Oh, here we go. DLW has it. Pero Peligroso. I imagine Preston in the mirror over and over ago because it means ugly dog saying pedo peligroso, pedo peligroso, fuck no, pedo peligroso. God, can't they give me something easier? You know, <laughs> dangerous. Gringo Enforcer says it means dangerous. Oh, it means dangerous. Okay. I don't know. You guys can sort that out amongst yourselves. You know, what about, uh, you know, uh, 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 I don't know, gringo hombre, <laughs> white dude. <laughs> they gave me a great new name. I mean, super awesome. The name is gringo hombre. <laughs> and then you see Jose chuckling back there. <laughs> gringo estupido. <laughs> it means I'm so great. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh goodness. Now we had another uh, uh, promo bit. Uh, Sanjay Dutt, Jay Lethal, and, and Jeff Jarrett. So Sanjay says, he claimed, we're sick of you and tired of all your games. Jay says, I'm tired of waiting. Tired. I've been waiting a long time for gold, and right now the time for waiting is over. You sing your stupid songs. How dare you talk about me and Jeff like that? You've pissed us off, and now we're fighting. Now so. listen up, Max Caster. I've been in this business for 36 years. I've taken a lot of showers. There's been things I've said and done that I've regretted. There's a flood warning out there at Wilton right now. Cars are going underwater. It's awful. But getting back to wrestling, you're going to regret your rep because not only I'm going to end your reign as tag champ, I'm going to end your career slap nuts. Yeah. Uh, then we had Kira Hogan taking on Jade Cargill. Uh, at one point, yes, here it is. Jade hits a pump kick, covers Kira. She kicks out. She rolls out of the ring. So uh, Layla goes and picks her up and holds her up so Jade can hit her. So as Jade is about to take a swing, Red Velvet grabs her arm. This allows Kira to hit a couple kicks on Jade, puts her in the ring. As Kira's getting back in, Jade hits her with a super kick. Uh, Kira responds with a bulldog, hip attack, hits a bunch of offense, culminates in a splash off the top. Jade kicks out of that. And then Kira's looking for a finish. Jade reverses that into Jaded for the win. And as soon as the bell rings at the end of the match, Red Velvet just walks up the ramp. Layla gets in the ring to celebrate with Jade. Jade looks very confused, though. She's like, why did you just do that? Mm -hmm. I was about to belt somebody, and then you just, you know, you, you didn't let me do that. So that should be good stuff. That'll be a good match. Yeah, Red Velvet's uh, a really good wrestler. Oh, she's terrific. Uh, another terrific wrestler, Jamie Hayter, had a promo. So last week on Dynamite, Sheeta and me beat the piss out of each other. So I'm setting the tone for every match going forward. I don't care who Soraya brings to the forum because me and Britt are going to show out like we always do. Uh, and then we had a varsity athletes interview. And I was like, for a second, I was like, where's Mark Henry? Why are we getting this interview for the main event? But it wasn't. It was just to hype up a match yeah. between Tony Nice and Brian Danielson in Seattle and yeah. nearby uh, Danielson's hometown. Yeah, it'll be a quality match at EZW for Brian Danielson. It's all yeah. set up because Mark Sterling says, I've reached my limits. Danielson keeps meddling in the affairs of MJF. He's my best friend and my best client. So then he sets up the match with Nice and Danielson, and Nice says, I'm going to beat you in your hometown. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then we had the uh, main event interview with uh, Wheeler Yuta and uh, Swerve Strickland and his dudes with him. Uh, Mox uh, speaks in place of Wheeler, says, yeah, Wheeler's going to have no fear, no pain in his head. Destroy is the only mindset he can have. Swerve, you're an incredible athlete. Killshot was my favorite wrestler for years. Of course, that was uh, Swerve's name in Lucha Underground. That's true. And then uh, Swerve laughs that off. He says, uh, "He says, you know, I see you're missing members from your group, the Blackpool Combat Club. He says, the difference is yours was taken from you. I got rid of mine. He says, I want to get dirty, gritty, violent like all of you. In 2023, we're going to prove we're the most violent. <clears throat> and then Wheeler says, violence is my language. I'm going to do this myself. All my guys over here are going to stay in the back. Let's get violent. And then we had that match. It was a really good match because Wheeler Yuta is a really, really good, good wrestler. And Swerve is a great wrestler. Oh, he's terrific. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Swerve gets the win here. Takes a kick in the nuts right in the front area. Boom. Uh, but it allows him to hit a JML driver to get the win. Uh, Swerve is just destroying Wheeler's knee early on this bout especially. Just there was a really it. cool German suplex where Wheeler did it on one leg. Yeah, the bridge uh, that was one, and, one, one and foot, the, yeah. And then the kip up on one leg was really cool, too. Yeah, that was cool. There was a lot of good stuff in this, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Swerve escapes the seatbelt. 
hits a house call. Wheeler kicks out. At first, he's looking for the JML driver, and Yuta elbows out. But when uh, Swerve, you know, eats the elbow, tumbles back right into the ref. And while the ref's selling that, kick right in the front area. Oh, my dick. JML driver to get the win. That is correct. Uh, let's go ahead and answer some questions, and then we're going to bring in Paul with the call. That's right. Triple H is back today at the end of our episode to preview tonight's what the heck? I'm trying to get to the WWE Raw. Here. While you get that, uh, we got a uh, Fazzy renewing the membership here on YouTube. Thank you so much. 35 months. That's so cool. Thank you. Also, the Wade concept with the super chat says, "Hey, friend, I've been a fan of your content for years now. Found you all in 2017. Oh wow! Just wanted to say it's awesome to see you guys still killing it in 2023. Thank you, Thank you very Thank much. You. Appreciate that. We got a super so chat here from Max Monroe as well. Says finally catching the show live. Love from your friendo from Palmdale." Hey, Palmdale, go have a beer at Maxton's for me. That's in Lancaster, but it's close enough. Uh, all right, let's see if I can load up these questions. We probably have a bunch of them because I put it up a couple hours ago. Indeed, we got 22 of them. Let's go ahead and oh, get wow. started here. Um, this is a great question. Isaiah asks, what would a healthy working relationship between WWE and New Japan look like? <clears throat> he says, me not being up to date with New Japan, I'd love for WWE to bring back something similar to the Cruiserweight Classic to highlight Japan and give us some dream matches. Could be a really fun summer tournament. That could be neat. Oh, I'd be all about that. I love the Cruiserweight Classic. That tournament was so good. I mean, obviously, like, you know, a, a super show would be really neat. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. A place for... Uh, uh, New Japan to send some young lions on excursion from time to time would be cool, and yeah. vice versa. You know, maybe some NXT people like they, they sort of did in house yeah. with with NXT UK. Yeah. Um, could be awesome to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then yeah, like you know, a tournament or two or the Royal Rumble. Like any time, it would make sense for them to sort of you know bring in somebody from New Japan and spotlight them. Yeah. Uh, you I mean, know, the Rumble would make a lot. Of go to the G one. The, the Rumble will make a lot of sense because of the situation where someone, say, Naito, could come to the Rumble, eliminate a few people, get eliminated. He's not getting pinned. Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. making be made to tap out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's there for the appearance. And, and even if he doesn't win the Rumble, it's not like he looks bad losing, you know? Yeah, right, right, right. And then, of course, WB could send some people in for the New Japan Rambo yeah. as well. Uh, I just want to point this out. Drayville here in chat says, Steve, if you're a triple A wrestler. Your name was gringo Chico. I don't know what this means. I was thinking it'd be uh, like uh Cena hamburguesa. Mm. Like, you know, hamburger Cena. That's good. That's good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, I make myself laugh. Moving on. DJ Luke says uh, happy new year's from Belgium. Uh, since it's January, who's your pick for the Rumble matches? He thinks Rhea and Cody. Guess what I think? I think it's going to be Rhea and Cody. Rhea and Cody. Yeah. Probably well, get we're not doing predictions this year because I feel like, if, especially for the Rumble, we probably predict all the same matches. Probably. White Brownie says, with Fight Forever releasing. The, when is the results. Impact pay-per-view this year? 13th. Oh, okay, cool. Well, something, are you, oh, you're going to be gone that That's the weekend. I'm going to be out of town, yeah. I'll do that over at MF Steve here then, I guess. Should be a good um, White, show. Yeah, absolutely. White Brownie says, with Fight Forever releasing this year, what are the chances we'll see a We Book Dynamite series like your We Book Raw? Uh, something to talk about, maybe. I think what I'd like, what I'd probably prefer to do is just you come over on, like, launch day, and we'll just play it a bunch on stream. Mm -hmm. You know? And then and we'll upload that and call it a day. I just, dude, there's not enough time in the day for something that just typically is probably not going to perform very well. If we yeah, did it like yeah. as a special streaming event, maybe on a couple weekends yeah, and yeah, on yeah. launch day, I think that would probably be a bit better if we can, you know, even if we were to sit down and have some fun with the, whatever the custom features are, mm -hmm. um, then, and have some funny matches, if it's good content and then I'm in and it performs well, then but I would be down good. to yeah. do more. Yeah. But like the serialized version of that, it just doesn't work. Like it no, just doesn't. As it, fun it doesn't. as it can be, it's not worth the time and effort. No, it's not. It's not the 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 results we get isn't commiserate. I'm I mean, talking financially. You know, uh, yeah. this isn't commiserate with the amount of work that went into it. So while it's fun to do from a creative standpoint, you know, at the end of the day, every every minute and hour we spend on work, we need to really dedicate to stuff that's going to be the most beneficial for us. Um, and, and for the, honestly, like is, when we say that, we also mean, oh, 
we got stream issues now or, or zoom issues um, to sort of uh, 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 hop on that. When we say for us, we also kind of mean for the community, because if we could do, for example, a retro review or a count out in the in the place of yeah. doing like a we book a W, that's going to satisfy a lot more people than like 2000 that are going to be into us mm -hmm. doing the video game stuff. That's mm -hmm. sort of a lesson mm -hmm. we learned. And it's going to do better uh, for Michael us. Michael Will for says Hoss Wrestling, like, yeah. 90s, late 2000s, Attitude Era style. Man, we're, we're, we're going to. Oh, man. Yeah, we're starting to have Zoom issues. Larson, I think we should wrap this. <laughs> we're starting to have issues. Stream right. issues, internet issues. <laughs> so All right. we'll try another. We'll try one more question. But you're. Oh, fuck it. Eh? This is how this podcast is definitely just is exactly how it should be petering out here. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, we're going to call this right. a day, everybody. All right, Thanks for watching. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.